movie starters? I think a little bit of chat and then go into it. <laughs> okay, that's great. Um, welcome to the podcast. Ooh, Prosecco Friday. Prosecco Friday. What one is this? Is it the sixth? Yes, I think it is. I believe it is because after this, we've only got two more of this series. And then cancelled. <laughs> I'm never going to speak to you two ever yeah. again. It'll be vodka Thursdays. <laughs> oh God, that sounds awful. Um, if Welcome you are to the You're going to scare people Welcome off the podcast. I'm sorry. Uh, if you are new to the podcast, this is Prosecco Friday where we chat about random crap and drink Prosecco. Woo-hoo. Nathan is already pouring Woo. himself a glass. Oh, sorry, were we not doing that? <laughs> yeah, we are. No, and not we yet. Also, we also play games. We also have a fun buzzer. We have to drink. It's loads of fun. Get yourself a yeah, glass. We want you to play as well. If you've got a drink in your hand, feel free. You know, when we play the games and if you get an answer wrong, you got a drink. And I don't care what drink it is, if it's water or coffee. Or vodka. Or vodka. Vodka. I would love to see someone down coffee. Yeah, as, as it burns their throat. Like, <laughs> we, we nearly saw Jack do that the week he didn't have Prosecco. Yeah. One, if anyone doesn't know, I forgot to bring Prosecco. Well, I, I, was, I was in quarantine in the middle of a field and I brought coffee instead. Hilarious episode. Episode three, <laughs> gotta check it out. It's tremendous. So speaking of Prosecco, what have you brought today, Marcella? Uh, so I actually have quite a fancy bottle, not going to lie. Um, mm. My mum gave this to me. Um and I said I'd save it and share it with her, but she said I could have it, so I'm going for it. So it's actually from Italy, I believe. So Ooh. this is a, She's got like a nice looking label. And um, so yeah, Jack, what have you got? You, I've got finest? Little's Finest. Whatever one they have is it. It's got Prosecco Treviso Vindo Frizzante 2019. I feel like we really need to vary our Prosecco more in this podcast. We should recommend people Prosecco. Well, I, I haven't had this one. I had a Prosecco, though. True. Yes. Pork is tight. Well, you'll be pleased with me because she bought Prosecco this, this week, not sparkling wine. And it is also Woo! from Lidl. And this is Lidl Finest. One Jack Scott, mine's a silver 2018 extra drop. Big shout out to Lidl if you're listening. Um, please give us a sponsor. <laughs> really like you guys oh my prosecco this kind this prosecco actually kind of tastes like champagne ooh champagne you say it is it is prosecco it's prosecco superior but it has a bit of a champagne vibe it's extra dry so maybe it's the dryness in it do you prosecco. prefer champagne or prosecco prosecco yeah, but too. it's a champagne prosecco but not in a bad way like in a nice way it's like you know like it's, it's enjoyable. I'm enjoying it. The thing is, prosecco is prosecco is so much cheaper than the cheapest champagne, and the cheapest prosecco is nicer than the cheapest champagne. For sure, like, I think like prosecco is more like creamy, isn't it? It's more like mm, champagne's more like. I mean, I wouldn't mm. say no to a glass of champagne, but ugh. it's more. <laughs> it also right, doesn't have the same. Um, more like prosecco's more like right. <laughs> uh, no, don't don't stand for a second. Eh? It is it is just as fancy, even if you do have a screw top one from Lidl. Do you know what? I I didn't buy a um, 
cork because I was like, I don't know if I can open it. I could be on the <laughs> podcast like an idiot. I mean, you are a bit of an idiot, so you do need to, anyway, to help yourself get away from that. Oh, thanks for that boost of confidence no for me. No worries. <laughs> so how have we been? Have we been good since we last uh, did this? Been good, still alive. Still chilling. We're, we're seeing the end of the pandemic. Is the new sad. normal, that phrase, the new normal, yeah. as stuff starts to reopen. I can stay over at my mum's house, but only from a metre away, and I also can't yeah. hug her. I wouldn't, I, stay I wouldn't hug her if I were you. <laughs> Absolutely not. No, but I... yeah, it's, it's, it's a weird time, isn't it? It's a bit bizarre. And I read um, a like a little quote meme thing. Um, it's uh, I put it on my Instagram story. And it said, um, you know, it's been a strange year when that when the things you're most looking forward to are a haircut and a pint. I cannot wait to get my haircut. I have dreams about it. You two both do definitely. I mean, <laughs> I'm not lie. too bad, but give it a week and I look like Tarzan. <laughs> Strong. Now, yeah, it's I'm, a lot of volume. I'm already it's there. Of, it's, it's very... If the listeners could see, it's, it's very Elvis, but it looks like Elvis... Uh, maybe times ten. It's still got style though to it. Like your your short, uh, the backs and the sides still look shorter than the the top. Yeah. Thank God, because after a while it becomes one big circle. It looks awful. Well, that's what mine's done literally right now. I feel like I've got a mop on my head. I actually can't yeah. see your head. The Zoom is chat is cutting it off. That's uh, yeah, purposely done. We're just seeing your mouth, Nathan. <laughs> your sexy lips. Oh, would you pull it off though? Do I though? Do I pull a mop head off? If, if you could see it, yeah. you'd be like, "Whoa, Nathan, babe, you look fabulous." <laughs> I'm going short though. I've thought it all through. I'm going to go two on the sides. I want that distinct line. I'm going to have style in the front. I I am going to be queuing, um, like half an hour before that shop opens to get my hair cut. Bradley actually, my boyfriend Bradley, he usually just goes to like the standard local barbers, but he actually booked. An appointment at like a fancier barber's, mm-hmm. so he knows he's got one. He's got it on the, I think it's the Monday. Oh my God. So he's actually got it physically booked in, ready to go, prepaid. To be like um, Bradley Freeman, he'd be like, "Here I am." But just suave in. People have been there overnight with their sleeping bags, and he'll just suave in, rested. Yeah, Already like, like with a massive mane, <laughs> big mane like a lion. See, my hair's the longest it's ever been. My hair actually now. And um, it pretty much touches my bum. Oh. And because it's so hot, I don't you believe see, you. I've got this funny. Um... <laughs> Moving on. Uh, <laughs> uh, I've got. I have to wear it up all the time because it's so hot. Do you know um, where you should put that information? Your uh, new patron page, which I hear is coming to the internet soon. My what? A Patreon. Is it called Patreon or pa- Patreon? Or? It's called OnlyFans, Nathan. No, Patreon's like a nice thing. OnlyFans is the seedy it's thing. The, yeah, it's the... It, well, it's not sleazy, but it's seedy, oh, yeah, that's the word. Well, I messed that it's, joke uh, up, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, it's, boo. It's, it's sexual, <laughs> let's say. It's sexually driven. But what I... What I like, are people on OnlyFans because they know, like, oh, that's what go, the lads are going out for. They're going to OnlyFans to get the OnlyFans girls. Or could they spread themselves? Like, could they do Patreon? Could they do... Yeah, I guess so. I guess how yeah. sa- savvy you are. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm 
I was just saying to the guys, I earned a whole twenty pounds yesterday. Way. So me saying every week know? I'm not working, I did technically work, but I'm still not that desperate for OnlyFans. <laughs> well, what well, you know what I set up? I set up a coffee <laughs> page, which is where people can buy you a coffee. What? What? Yeah, it's called Kofi. K O F I. And um, if people are fans of yours, like I do my own podcast and I do a lot of funny videos, uh, and they're like, oh, God, that I want to buy him a drink, they can buy you a coffee. Jack, who is going to buy you a coffee? Don't tell me someone already has stuff like your life. I've already had like three. My do mother you... was one of them. <laughs> like, don't, don't need your handouts. <laughs> Do you Chester. have to buy a coffee? Or can you just keep the money? No, you don't have to buy the coffee. But they give you like three euro. Or or, or whatever you want. But they, yeah, it goes towards a coffee, you know, wink wink. Uh-huh. It's kind of like a charming way to get tips as an artist. Hmm. Is this an Irish thing? It's not. It's it American sounds thing. kind of Irish actually, doesn't it? It does, coffee. doesn't Well, today's theme is about theatre and the arts, and you know, some of these artists might need a coffee. True. And um, so, yeah, yeah, this is today's episode. We're talking all about, so people don't know this. We are very creative people. We do an array of creative things. We used to call ourselves actors, but that's not correct. We're too creative for that. We are just creatives in yep. various ways. However, today we're going to be talking about our journeys as. I guess more actors, performers, and yeah, some of the bizarre things we've done, some of our strange and entertaining stories. So yeah, that's today's it's gonna be fun. episode. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good time. It's gonna be all right, all right. <laughs> <clears throat> so uh, should we go like around the room and and just talk about like our artistic vibes? Well, I thought we'd start today with um talking about training to right. become actors and um, so obviously we've all had slightly different kind of backgrounds and experiences and <laughs> um, different courses etc and um, so who wants to start why don't we go around the circle why don't you start and we'll go okay. clockwise okay so th- w- would first we'll start with um what we're going to talk about uh what on earth am i saying i think this prosecco has gone to my head already that sentence made me are sense. you drunk <laughs> Absolutely, power on this champagne taxi. prosecco. Um, Zoom so taxi. I, <laughs> so um, I trained in musical theatre, um, which is quite a savage environment. Um, it is yep. it is pretty hardcore. <laughs> D- dance dance teachers are mean. Um, <laughs> in fact, my director of my whole college, I had an amazing experience. I loved it. It was so hard. Some people just hated it and found it really stressful. I actually loved it. I loved it all the time, even when it was horrible. But our, the director of the whole course once said to us, when we didn't have a lunch break that day, if we wanted to have a lunch break, we should go and work in a library. I mean, food is generally I, legal requirement to give people a break, but no. But are librarians famous for their big breaks? I mean, apparently so. I mean, I was thinking, I'm pretty sure most jobs give you a lunch break. I don't think you have to particularly work in a library. Um, see, that's yeah. interesting. But and even I'd... even theatres give you a lunch break. That's what the interval is. <laughs> I know it was. Um, that was hard because we were concerned people were going to faint, but that wasn't a concern. Um, but our dance teachers, they were probably the most savage. So for one term, we had this teacher, and he was in the West End at the time, and so he'd do it during the day and then go off to do a show afterwards. And 
first day he comes in, super camp, really tanned, wearing a crop top. And you know when it's like cut at the sides? So it's just like barely yep. there at the top with his like six pack. And the top says on it, nice. Barbie is a bitch. <laughs> Amazing. I love it. Love it already. Um, he came in. He looked like he wanted to kill us all. He was so mean. And every week he'd do um, a dance, like a West End dance audition. Um, and there were some amazing comments he made. My favourites have to be, uh, he said to one girl, to be honest, you look like a random person just walked off the street and tried to do this audition. <laughs> he wants to so to me, mean. right? Bear in mind, I've just said it was a dance audition. At the end, he went, yeah, actually, it was really good. But I think the thing which let you down was your dancing. <laughs> Do you, know what I, do you know what I love about these teachers is their burns are so creative. <laughs> um, and the worst thing he probably said, actually he said far worse things, which I feel like I shouldn't even, like some of the things he said were horrific actually. But once, um, I think I had like an argument with my boyfriend at the time the night before I came into college and I always wore makeup because we were encouraged by the dance teachers to wear makeup, but the drama teachers hated us wearing makeup. So it was a lose-lose yeah. situation. But this day, I was like the first day I think I'd never worn makeup to college. Anyway, so we get to the dance lesson with this teacher and he goes, excuse me, are you new? He taught me for six months. <laughs> I, oh, love, they were I love performing teachers. They're just, they just don't care. They're so blunt. It's brilliant. But yeah. I, lo- I love how honest they are. Like we yeah. had a musical theatre teacher for singing and uh, honest to God, he was the best because he was so upfront. And he'd mm. come in and go, listen, I'm not liking the attitude. And he points at one guy and was like, you're the worst. And it, oh, yeah, <laughs> called it out. Boom. Yeah, we had we had a singing teacher actually like that. Like he he was really harsh, but we all loved him because his criticism yeah. was very comical uh, as well. Um, but it also was very like true as well. He said things which were mean, but true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we but that's what they say, don't they? They say that they're going to break you down. And then they'll build you back up again. It's the breaking down part. It's just not fun. <laughs> no. Yeah. But also when they give you the criticism, like they're not going that person. I don't know. I feel like like they're they're building you to take criticism. Mm, because yeah, I feel like sure. a lot of people can't. It's funny, like even in like the workplace now with muggles and they can't <laughs> take criticism. Non-actors, FYI. Yeah. Um, they'd be like, you never guess what my manager said. And I said, well, yeah, well, maybe, maybe you are shouldn't be two minutes three minutes late you know they can't they can't take it it's so true like I definitely have developed such a thick skin and I remember like when things have been said to me or like even like Instagram messages or like even after my like driving test I failed my first test and I remember my boyfriend's like are you okay you sad and I was like fine like whatever like I just take things on the like it just doesn't bother me because um like I said I was asked if I was new after six months um, he also called me foreign girl because of my name. He didn't learn my name. That's so, so really, that, you know, being told I failed the test was like nothing. You know, auditions it, are far tougher than that. It's the training to deal with a je- uh, rejection, isn't it? I yeah. mean, totally. as actors and performers, you just hear the word no so many times. Um, even if you're really, really good, they'll still say no because yeah. the reason you cannot get the job would probably have nothing to do with your ability. It's just because you know, they want someone slightly taller or they want, or, you know, your face doesn't look how they want or you've got a bigger nose. Like, or someone else slept with the director. Or someone slept with the yeah, director. Yeah, exactly. So, 
you just get used to being like, okay, well, that one didn't work. Next one, yeah. next one, next but one. But I, I feel like it also teaches because they don't say no they say oh yeah, yeah we'll call you and you just never hear from anything again you just <laughs> learn that you just have to keep throwing stuff at the wall and you have to keep doing it and you'll slowly get better and better for sure uh, yeah it's also the people though like actually like i made some friends but i mean some people were really mean on my course so one girl yeah. like i thought she was an amazing singer like i can't she was a few years older than me and i was a bit intimidated by her voice but i loved her voice i thought she was such a good singer and once she came up to me she went Marcella, i was thinking think the other day i was thinking instead of musical theater maybe you should just do acting instead oh I know. And I was doing musical well, theatre at the time, which is singing, dancing and acting for anyone who doesn't know. Acting was always kind of my strength. But I mean, that was like, like that's what she said to me. The same in auditions. I've she had, was like, obviously girls, intimidated. I've had girls in auditions say to me, oh, you're going to this part. Mm, interesting. Like in the toilets and stuff. And that's all at musical theatre auditions, I have to say. I feel like they are the cattiest of the people. Yeah. Because I, I saw, I'll tell the viewers, my training. So I went to Arts Ed. I did acting. Um, and then, funny enough, we did a stand-up module, and that's how I got into stand-up because I was like, oh. "Oh, this is actually." So we all had to like stand up on stage and talk for like a minute and try to be funny and do act outs. And yeah, I mean, people didn't really like me in my course, but they loved when I did stand-up. So they wouldn't talk to me afterwards, but when I was on stage, they were all loving it. And it wasn't a cruel joke of like, let's all laugh at Jack. They were like, oh, I love you when you're on. I love when you do stand up. So I was like, ah, all right, thanks. Um, but unfortunately, I think they gave me a bit of a false training in the sense of like, so everybody knew everybody. So when I went out into the stand up world, I was doing what I learned. And that was like, do act outs and tell stories. But they didn't work on the real stage because I didn't know how to tell a joke. That's so interesting, though. I never, I never knew you got into that because of uh, Art's Ed. Yeah, if it wasn't for Art's Ed, I'd probably, well, well, I'd probably be a loser. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was my, yeah, so yeah, we did, we, we had tough classes as well. I feel like, as you said about, like, the no makeup rule, we, we had more, I feel like the acting teachers were more emotional. Did you find that? They were a little bit less harsh. They'd give you direction better. We somewhere we had one really mean teacher who actually, ironically, she trained in musical theatre um, at GSA, but she clearly hated musical theatre. I reckon she just didn't get into an acting course. Um, yeah. And she, because she does like the odd advert and the old kids program, she seems to think she's all good to acting. And she was so mean to us. She used to take the, the mickey out of my accent. She was from Birmingham and she completely neutralised her accent to get rid of it. Really? Which I found bizarre. I'm like, be proud of where you're from. Like, you know, you can yeah. do a nice RP accent, but why not have like have your regional accent? She was so judgy. She looked literally like down on all of us. Once I did um, a Shakespeare monologue and my nails were painted, and she went, "Do you really think this monologue would be done with smarty nails?" But I was like, "I'm an actor. I'm acting." Yeah. Did you like, have smarty nails? They were like multicolored. They're really cute. That's quite cool. I appreciate that's that. hilarious. But I feel like like the acting teachers like we used to get directors in and we do like plays and stuff and we do scenes and i just love how they give criticism they're like yeah really good really good um let's try it again uh, this time why don't you try this like brilliant brilliant stuff but um <laughs> that's so true that, that is exactly what acting exactly, teaching exactly. and then you do it the way they want and then they'd say 
I think that works better. Just, <laughs> I think so. What do you think? And you're like, yeah, I think so too. Like, you just want to please him. But, like, but then you'd get, so but then you'd get another teacher, and you'd be you'd be doing this, and then that teacher would go off and do something, and then another teacher would come and have a look at it, and they would tell you to do it completely differently, <laughs> and then you have to change again to please them. So yeah. it's it's all circumstantial. Totally. Like the, my, the... my worst feedback was when the director was like, just be yourself, but put on an American accent. So I did that. Head of <laughs> acting, you know, gives me his report. And he was like, what was that? That was, that was, that was embarrassing. Um, <laughs> what I, I was, I was like, but he said, be yourself. He goes, never be yourself. You're on stage. You're a character. Are you from the <laughs> 1950s in America? No, you're not. You know, uh, this person's different from you. What do they smoke? What do they chew? How do they walk? I don't want to see you again on stage. And I, and, and yeah. That was a lesson I learned. We had one teacher and he um, he had this really like deep voice. He was an actor, which is really deep, bassy voice. Like one of those voices where you're just like, you want to listen. And um, he was one of those directors where sometimes he'd give you some direction. If you didn't do it, he'd literally do it and show you. Like oh, yeah. the worst, like acting by numbers. So he'd get up and do it. Anyway, whenever he did it, there'd be silence in the room and we'd always applaud him. I don't even know why I did it, but I went along with this. It was like he was like the god of acting, which it wasn't really. But we just, we were like, oh, fabulous. Yeah, oh, I think it's his voice. Darling, so yeah. good. My, Marvellous. Um, what about you, Nathan? What was your... What was so your uh, I had a... Yet, yet again, I had a different background to you lot. Um, so I trained in Wales for two years, full time. Um which is a lot of fun. And we did all three areas of um, performing arts, music, uh, singing, dancing and acting. And that was a lot of fun. It was really supportive. Um, and I was young, obviously, so it was really supportive. And then I auditioned for the big drama schools in London. And I got put on the reserve list for about five of them, which really, really upsets you. Because <laughs> for those who don't know what a reserve list is, it's basically them saying, we would love to have you, but we don't have space for you. Um, so you have to wait and if someone pulls out, you can get, you'll, you'll come onto the course. Um, and that was really, that was quite hard hitting. Um, so while I was waiting, I decided to do, um, uh, one of the drama schools phoned me up, uh, Mount View phoned me up and was like, you're on our reserve list, but why don't you come and do our, um, evening course? Uh, like this, it was a year course. Um, and it's a full-time evening course. Um, while you're waiting. And if you do, if you get on, then great. And if you don't, you, at least you're not hanging around. So I was like, yeah, let's do that. So for the year, I would work as an entertainer all day, then eat my dinner on the tube and start studying at night. And we started at about seven and we finished at about half 11 midnight every night. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So it was really hardcore. Um, and it was an amazing, intense, crazy year because basically, I basically had drama school at night. Um which was really weird, but kind of fun. And I remember my first night, uh, the head of acting turned up and he went, tonight, have a beer, because this is your freshers. Work starts tomorrow. I hope you enjoyed your freshers. And then, and that was it. So I didn't have any freshers. I didn't have any of the parties. I didn't have any of it. I literally went straight into hardcore, like, you know, emotional training. And I did straight acting. Um, and I remember I, I, my teachers were really funny, actually. Um, I had this voice teacher who was this short, bold Scottish bloke. And you, 
when he spoke, you could just tell that he had complete and utter control over his voice. He could do whatever he wanted to, to his voice. Um, it was annoyingly crisp. And he, he spent a lot of the lesson, um, especially towards the beginning of the year, making sure we really liked our bodies. We're like, he used to take off his top and, like, and rub his belly and go, oh this is God. your belly, you know, be happy with your belly. Don't try to so weird. It. I like, like it. <laughs> it was, it was, it was so funny. And then we used to have, like, we used to lie on the floor and used to have, you know, you know when you just have yeah. lie on the floor and just go, we used to do ah. loads of crazy stuff like that. Like, and yeah, then, they, they're obsessed with you being relaxed, aren't they? they oh, and they're do like, yoga and... like, concentrate on your breathing, but Massage don't try your breathing. <laughs> yeah. like, I was like, going, I'm sorry, what? How do I concentrate on my breathing, but don't think about your breathing? Because the moment you think about breathing, you I have to breathe, to breathe more physically. Like, I can't, I've got to physically do it. Um, and then we had this movement teacher who was, um, we, we learned about kinesthesia and things like that. Um, and you know your space and whatnot, and um, it we, we just ended up running like going circles around the room to try to explore your body, and it was it was very fun um, and really intense. And I was very tired for most of that year. Oh man, the fact that you were working as well is crazy. <laughs> yeah, but it was I only... knackered, and I wasn't like I was working weekends, but I mean. My course started at nine a.m., not at yeah. nine p.m. <laughs> no, but like this thing, like I didn't get any, um, I didn't get any funding for it. Um, so I had to, I had to work all day because I was paying rent in London and paying for the course. <laughs> so, oh, well done, I was, yeah, it was fun though. Um, late, yeah, yeah, and it worked because I had jobs. For a game. <clears throat> okay, game, game time. Now, it's game time. Now this. Let me fill up my prosecco quickly. Oh yeah. Can I ask? Is the timer on? Yeah, it's on. Just... Last episode, it went off like in the first twenty seconds. Oh, it went off. Did that oh, Marcella, you have to down your drink. You can literally see me with the bottle in my hand as well. Just for actually, good news. It only fills halfway. Cheers, guys. Yeah, it went off. Yeah. Um, it must have gone off when we were... Now to down my Tabasco sock. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if you're at home while Jack pretends to feign death, um, down your drink if you want to join in with that. Down that coffee. <laughs> Burn your tongue. Down that water. Stay hydrated, yeah. kids. <laughs> guys, we should do an episode where we do water and then we're really hydrated. Or, even better, we could do smoothies. Smoothies. I think what I would not want to down a smoothie though. That'd be quite like. Gross. Welcome to Smoothie Sundays. <laughs> Shall we play a game? Yeah. Uh, yes. Let's, I need to refill up my prosecco now. Yeah, me too. Well, Nathan explains the rules. Okay, so this one is a quiz. It's a five-question quiz again. Um, because you know I like to. Educate you guys every now and again. Yeah, I know. I, I like the education. I do. I feel like my brain is like shrinking in size since lockdown and not working. So this is good for me. Plus, there's only so many games you can play when you're not with each other. <laughs> it's very difficult. <laughs> I was soon, I, soon we'll be together. I was trying to Google. I was like, games, drinking games you can play, not apart. I mean, <laughs> apart. And they just came up with the most random non games going 
you're like, I'm not going to play that. I'm not going to play that. So um, I resorted to education. So there you go. Oh, I like being educated. Educator. Yeah. Thank you. So since we are talking about theatricalness, um, this is a theatre quiz, darling. Ooh. And it's specifically based on theatrical superstitions. Ooh. Okay. Oh, yeah, I like this. All right. So, there's only five questions. I don't know how easy or hard this will be. Um, right. So, we'll see. Uh, but first, buzzers. Marcella, what's your buzzer? Uh, my buzzer today is going to be moo. <laughs> Strong. Jack? Mine is going to be very themed. It's going to be ha. Nice. Love it. Strong. I was going to say for mine, to be or not to be, but I thought that was too low. To be another so I went from to be or not to be to a moo. Natural progression. Nice. Strong. Okay. Are you Ooh. ready for the theatre superstition quiz? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we'll start off easy. <clears throat> True or false? <clears throat> Whistling backstage is encouraged to boost morale. Moo. Yes, Marcella. I'm going to go with false. Oh, you would be right. It is false. Now, bonus question to get Jack to drink even more of his glass. Do you know why it's a um, superstition? No, I, I just know that whistling, I think generally, I think whistling indoors is supposed to be bad luck. Mm. I'm not really sure why, so unfortunately I can't give the bonus point. That's okay. I know Jack, why. You still need to drink, but educators, why? Because actors are terrible whistlers. Everybody knows that. Shut up and drink your drink, Jack. (laughs) So the reason is because (laughs) in the 30s, before we all had this fancy technology, um, they would hire sailors to do all the fly-ins and fly-outs and the riggings. um, And they had a really high advanced uh, communication system with whistling. So if an actor whistled (laughs) backstage, there was a risk of them getting hit by a piece of set. What? That's really interesting. I've That's never heard that. Crazy. So the it's corner. And then yeah. it makes perfect sense, doesn't it? That pretty is killing listeners' ears. <laughs> if you are listening with headphones, I apologize. I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay. Are you ready for the next question? Yeah. Let's see. <clears throat> what do you need to do to counteract the bad luck that's created when you say Macbeth in a theatre? I know this. I have heard this before. I've never heard this. I, I just I was just told bad luck. Is it something to do with a mirror? No. Oh. I don't know. I feel like when you say it it will ring a bell, but I don't <clears throat> don't not not I've no idea. So there are technically three answers, but two of them I've never heard of and one of them I've definitely heard of. Oh, so I'm hang on, I think I might know. Okay, well what's your buzzer? That's all. Oh. Yes, Jack. Do you spin around. Do you spin around three times in a circle? Ah, oh, you're so close. I'm. I'm always gonna. I'm gonna give you that. I think. Um, I tell you, if yes. you have a sip of your drink. Um, I'll that. So the answer is: is there's lo- There's two answers where you have to say and you have to quote um, a bit of Shakespeare. But the most common one is you have to go outside the theatre, spin around three times, and spit. 
and that should count. Oh, yeah, that yeah. just ring a vase. Where did I see that? I think I saw something like that once, and the guy said Macbeth, and he was like, oh, and he started spinning around. And, it would be um, if you watch Black Adder. There's an episode where um, the theatre people keep doing it, and Black Adder keeps saying Macbeth to make them do it. That's you know, maybe right? that was it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. One all so far. Yes. Question three. Are you ready? Yeah. Many theatre lovers believe you should leave one light on overnight when you're leaving the theatre. What is that light called? Is it A, a phantom light, B, the ghost light, or C, what was, so wait, what was the last one? Firefly. Huh? Yes, Jack. I'm going to say the phantom light. Well, I was going to go for that as well. Wrong. No, I wasn't. I what? wasn't going to go for that. I was never Boo. going to go for that. No, that makes sense because Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, which is why I put it in the night. Stuck inside my mind. Let your feast begin. Let your darkest <laughs> side give in. For the power of the music that I run. For the listeners at home, I really wish you could see this on Zoom. Jack, I put my, my hand over my face. <laughs> they're, they're giving me the entire show here. It's really beautiful. I'd, I'd be a great fan of the opera. I'd really play him like he's scared. I'm like, <laughs> um, guys, if you hadn't already guessed we were performers by now, there's absolutely no denying it. We are. We are as terrible as we have you were yeah. told. And like we need to rein it back when we're at work. And I just really struggle. Oh no. That's why I now teach performing because I just I have to I have to be myself. I sing at the kids all the time. And they kind of like it, kind of don't. But you know, it's acceptable <clears> there. <laughs> so would you like the answer? Yes. The answer yep. is called the ghost light. Now, there are loads of there's loads of reasons for this the the sensible one is that there's lots of dangerous things in theaters like music uh, orchestra pits and you know falling off the end of the stage and there's lots of dangerous stuff so by leaving a light on when you first come in the theater in the morning you're not going to fall off and hurt yourself but other people think that it's to ward off the ghosts that haunt the theater and other people think it's an invitation for ghosts to come and play on their stage overnight. To be fair, though, some theatres are pretty creepy and they are for sure haunted. Yeah. For sure. <clears throat> okay, question Definitely. four. What colour should you not wear on stage? I feel like I know all these questions, but I don't yeah. remember. Like they, they ring the back bell. of my head. Yeah. Um. Mm. Okay. Uh, moo. Oh. Marcella was first with her moo. Uh, green. Wrong. Jack, go. Ha 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 Wrong. Um. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. gonna say black. Also wrong. Boo! <laughs> you naked. You think you know so much about theatre. Well, the only Sorry. reason the only reason I auditions is because I had a really, really superstitious tech teacher. Um and when she was 
and things like that. She rammed these superstitions into our head. So I going to be fair. Like, so what color um, should you not wear on stage? The answer is blue. Um, but the reason behind it is really funny. Um, it's just really stupid. The the reason you shouldn't wear blue is superstition. Uh, blue was one of the most expensive dyes going. So the producers <laughs> and the owners of the theatres wanted dis- to discourage people wearing blue costumes. So they rumor and made the superstition that blue is bad luck. So they didn't have to fork out and pay for it. That sounds. I like that. Fair like, play. Yeah. When you when you say, I mean, the the government definitely lied to us about lesser things for sillier reasons. So, I bet they're like, oh, be aware of poor people because (laughs) they're evil. And everyone's like, right, okay, yeah, fair. fair. And the last question, hundred points, and to save your dignity is. Wait, Nathan, 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 you're breaking up a bit. Do you want to say that? You're breaking up. Do you want to say that question again? Yes. Are you ready? Yeah. Hopefully we can hear. A bad dress rehearsal means A, a good opening night, B, the production is doomed, or C, an actor will hurt themselves during a performance. Yeah, he didn't finish. He didn't finish. Okay, he's finished. Me. (laughs) Yes, Marcella. A. A is the correct answer. Well done. No, <laughs> you, you didn't finish. And well, she like, don't hate the player, hate the game. <laughs> drink That's your it. drink. I don't want to be on this podcast anymore. I'm actually going to have a drink as well, just from the pure fact I'm going to set up my own podcast. You already have your own podcast. Stop trying to promote it on our podcast, Jack. No it's one's listening to it. Jack Mag Church, and it's just me. <laughs> Actually, I need to get you guys on. We, we, we would have fun. Before we move on, can I just say, I've got my own little trivia. Guys, do you know why they say break a leg in the theatre? Aren't there, there are actually two, two trains of thought of this? Because me and Bradley literally Googled it the other day. So one of it, one thing is because when you go where you used to walk onto the stage, it was something called a leg and you're literally breaking the leg because you're going onto that bit. Yeah. That's like one of the most commonly thought ones. And then the other one is... Oh, what's the other one? I've forgotten the other one. I know that one. I can't remember the other one. But that's like the main All right. one. Will, will the other I tell one you? Is, the, is the bit of the rubbish one. That's, I think it's the most scientific... Not scientific one, but the most like historically... Because I, I heard one that you'd say, oh, break a leg because... Um, what's the... the who, is the who are the people that played the other parts? But... What? Understudy, the understudy would be like, "Oh, break a leg!" Because if that person broke their <laughs> leg, they'd get the part. But I'll tell you why. The re the reason why people say break a leg when going on stage is because every show has a cast. <laughs> if people stop listening to the podcast from now on, I promise I will try and ban Jack from saying any more of these horrific jokes. I apologise on behalf of the whole Prosecco Friday team. Uh, please go with us. Me and Nathan will be having serious words with Jack after the podcast. 
You can tell uh, the prosecco's gone to Jack's head. <laughs> I couldn't couldn't help myself. I, I saw that opportunity and I was like, oh. Um, right, moving on to our next topic. We're going to be talking about um, auditions and some of the weird auditions we had. Nathan, hit us up with your audition stories. Tell us something which will entertain us. Oh, okay. So I I have two stories for you. Ooh. Um, I'm going to Dos, just stories. <laughs> the the f- um story is about my- um. It's just because it was my first ever audition and it was funny. And it was- And Nathan, some- you're breaking up a little bit again for some reason. Yeah. Maybe edit this bit out, Jack. Nathan, is anything? different where you are or anything or no i'm i'll just connect my phone you've had a few funny sounds here and there during the episode your zoom is a bit blurry as well I just a tiny your bit. Internet's a bit slaggy should i come off should i come off zoom please i mean if like... <laughs> do you know what now that your zoom seems to be working more quickly i've just connected my phone i might have been that oh yeah now you're like up to speed again and you sound normal okay maybe cut this out jack Jack, cut this out. Don't yeah, leave it in by cut, accident. Cut it. Cut. And continue. <laughs> Start again with so, your first audition story. So my first ever audition um, was in Pineapple Dance Studios. Classic. Um, it's not horrific. It's, this isn't horrifically funny, but it was just an, a really weird experience for me. And Pineapple Dance Studios is really strange and very narrow and very, very musical theatre, dancery, camp, just fabulous. I spent many a day there. And and I was I was a I was a fresh, you know, 19-year-old, didn't really was very nervous. And my audition room was at the end, it was the very last room of this very long, narrow corridor. And in that narrow corridor was about 30 incredibly tall dancers and they were not going to move they did not move for love of money and they were doing weird stretches like when i went to go to the toilet i had to walk literally duck under two girls' legs because they were doing the splits up against the door like people were just getting changed it was so bizarre because i'm not an mt i'm an actor like the auditions are a little bit more clothes clothed <laughs> and but i just i had to like squeeze between like just, like just i was just gonna say nathan for the listeners at home this is what my musical theater experience was like at college as well where i trained and also at pineapple when i've been there many a times mm. think of fame that is literally what it's like it's like yeah. fame in real life like it literally people like really people stand on the tables and sing and dance yes they really do stretch up the walls yeah. like this is this really is it just for context of nathan's story i do fame I don't know if you guys had this, but when it was someone's birthday in the canteen, they'd all all harmonise every time. <laughs> every time. Every harmonising yeah, is just they it's would something happen one time. Birthday. So you're carrying on, Nathan. Nathan's in real life fame, basically. So I was in real life fame, and these dancers did not like these actors coming in because I wasn't the only actor that was coming in for this audition. There's about twenty behind me. And we were quite loud. And all I heard down the corridor was, shh, shh, honestly, how dare they? No respect. Shh, oh, t-. 
while they were doing the stretch, while I had to duck, and it was like an obstacle course to get to the door. <laughs> um, so that was my first ever audition. Um, I was very pleased. I got the job, just so you know. Oh, great. Um, what was the job? It was a tour. It was a Christmas tour. Um, nice. It was very fun. I was very excited. And then the other audition uh, is more embarrassing for me, and just because it was just sad. Um, and it was it was a very last minute audition. It was um, I got this. I was going for afternoon tea. I was going on a date. I was going to afternoon tea with my Oh, girlfriend. nice! Uh, it was oh. lovely. It was, it was um a, a chocolate a chocolate afternoon tea. So oh. there was like oh it was oh my god it was amazing. Ooh. And she because my girlfriend's allergic to nuts. Um, we told them when we got there. Instead of just taking off the nut things, they brought me an entire one, and they brought her another one to just where the out uh, all the nut stuff. So instead of sharing one. I had an entire one to myself. What was what's one? What is it? Like you know, like an afternoon tea, you kind of get sometimes get a thing to share. It depends, like how they kind of present it. Oh, but basically, right. he I've had never their entire an afternoon, afternoon tea. tea to himself. It was amazing. Nice. I was so full afterwards. N- Nathan anyway, is a chocoholic. He eats a cream egg every week for the episode. It's like a tradition. Yeah. Yeah. When I run out, I'm really sad. <laughs> so anyway, so I just eaten this mahusif. Um, uh, afternoon tea, including like a bottle of champagne as well. Um, it was a very boozy afternoon tea. Got it off a voucher. Um, and then you went for an audition. Oh, I got a phone call. I got a phone call from my agent. He went, <laughs> "You've got an audition. Can you do it?" And I went, "Well, I am in town. Where is it?" And anyway, I had like an hour to get to this place, and luckily we just finished this afternoon tea. And, um. It was like half an hour away. So I had an hour to get there. So I went there. I got there. And you know me. I don't like to waste food. So I was like, right, I want a doggy bag. So they wrapped up the rest of this afternoon tea in this bright pink, like, box with a swan on it. Good. Um, You want to waste it? And I turned up to this audition with carrying my little pink box. And it was for an advert. And I'd never done an advert audition before in my life. It was my first ever advert audition. And I didn't know the protocol. I didn't know you had to do the hands and the... the uh, yeah. yeah. Your ide- and the slides. slides. Yeah. Your so profiles. I, I went in there and I'm very used to saying hello to people, you know, shaking their hand and, and then we start the audition. I walked in and I went, hello. Stand on that line. The X. Oh, okay. So I stood on the X. Do your profiles. And I kind of just looked at it like, what? And my brain was going furiously going, what do I do? Oh, my God. Anyway, I kind of worked it out. So I kind of did that. I did all my, my side steps. She went, show your hands. So I did your hands. And she pauses and she says the worst thing she could ever say to me. And she just looked at me. She looked over a notebook and she went, you haven't done many advert auditions, have you? <laughs> And I went, oh, no. I was like, no, this is my first one. And she went, mm-hmm. and then looked back down at her notepad. And then she asked me to say one thing, and then the audition was over. And you know when you walk away from an audition and you know you haven't got it? Mm. I walked away. But the most frustrating thing is about that audition is that when I then looked at the casting that my agent sent me through email later so i could actually see what it was for they wanted a bame actor a what 
a bane a bane actor what's a bane black and minority ethnic ethnicities I might edit that bit out actually me asking that question maybe it doesn't make your own so um, so, so Nathan, I, Nathan's rather white, so probably not quite appropriate for the part. Well, I looked at it and I messaged my agent. I went, but I'm not, I'm not Bane. And she went, yeah, but you're, you're, you're mixed because I've got, I've got Greek in me. So I have skin, but small bit like, of tan. there's a difference between having, you know, a, a nice tan. And being like African or Indian or Asian. So, I don't yeah, think they want somebody no. who's got a little bit of tan. This, from, this. Know, this woman, side. this woman must have looked at me and gone, "Who is this bloke? Doesn't look like the brief, and also, he doesn't know what he's doing, like how to do the, the profiles." It was so I, I left and I took my little care package and went on with my merry way. Um, I'm now a lot better. What can at, you do? Uh, auditions, uh, just so you all know. But isn't it good that you went in and you learned? <clears throat> oh, it was, it was it was a great experience because now when I go to advert auditions, I know what to expect and I don't try to do any of the niceties. Like I say hello and I'm polite, but they've been sitting there all day and they're so quick yeah. advert auditions, as you guys know. Like, uh, yeah. They only want to see me. I get seen for adverts all the time. Apparently, mm. I've got a very familiar looking face. I, I that Everyone who sees me will think they recognise me. Um, and it's because I think I've got a familiar face and that's why I get seen for so many adverts because they're like, you look like someone people know, and it's like a familiarity. So I'm, I'm, I've, I've yeah, thrown my hands many I, a time. I'm, I'm I that could, person. I could say that you, you don't look like a stranger. Like you are also very inviting. Mm. And I think also my ethnicity, white, but where I'm Italian, it does kind of go across things. So I'll get seen things which are more Mediterranean when I've got my fake tan on or I've been on holiday. And I'll also get things for very white classical things advert. So like it's quite a broad spectrum, which is kind of lucky. So mm. yeah. Um Nathan, you do you know what? I was thinking, do I have any funny audition stories? And I've got some bad ones. You've just reminded me of my worst story ever. So much so you want to hear the full version of this story. It's a super old YouTube video I actually did. Um oh, yeah. it's like a 20 minute video like Oh my gosh, it's it's on my YouTube channel. Anyone wants to search it, but the short version. Oh, Jack, stop plugging your pants. <laughs> no, no, like this is this oh. is such an old video. This is like from honestly my first like YouTube. But this it was horrific. Like I can't, I'd have to think of it to remember it all. Um, but it was for a feature film, so I was like amazing, really excited. Um. Nathan's just thought of something. He's getting excited now too. But anyway, no, I, just rem- I just remember this story. Oh, you remember the story? Oh, the feature film. Anyway, so I was really nervous. I can't remember if it was my first feature film audition. I feel like it was. So I'd like built myself up. I was there really early, went to a cafe, reading over my lines, my script. And it was for a 16-year-old. And I have a baby face. And at the time, I think I was 20 or 21. So my playing age was definitely... Was she 16 or 15? I can't remember. She was a teenager. Anyway, so I go in and this woman is just, is at someone's house, right? This casting director's house. And she has casted for like big, big films. Um, but it was the most bizarre experience. It starts off with her shouting at someone in the street. I can't remember the order, but it involved her shouting at someone in the street for not, no, she was shouting at someone in the street on her phone because her mobile phone was broken and she was really angry at the provider, swearing 
cursing like you fucking idiot this is fucking ridiculous with a really posh voice then some man arrives at the door like an amazon man with a spare phone she shouts at him to f off she's going absolutely mental screaming around her house throwing things going crazy and um, and then her assistant is like oh you can go in now and i was like this woman is off her nut like she could punch me she could stab me or shout at me i did not know she was emotionally unstable anyway so i go in and suddenly she's like hello and i was like oh my gosh it's fine it's gonna be okay and i had my name on a piece of paper to hold up to the camera for like their filming purposes um so i introduced myself and she's talking to me. She's like, hello, lovely. How are you? And I was like, wow, Jekyll and Hyde much. <laughs> it seems okay. It seems okay. And she's like, so uh, tell me about yourself. Um, how old are you? And then I think I said, oh, my name's Marcella. I'm 21 years old. And she went, what? I said, I'm 21 years old. I didn't want to see anyone over the age of 16 for this role. Why are you here? And I was like, oh. Um, my, wow. my, my agent put me up for it. I was like, I, I, I didn't realise. And she said, who's your agent? So I told her the name of my agent. She went, I'll be having words. This is just such a waste of my time. And then goes into her crazy screaming mode. After a while, I'm just standing there like, do I leave? Do I stay? So I compose myself. I just try and be chill. Like, I was like, I don't know if to laugh or cry. Then she goes, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. You can just, you can just do it anyway. And I was like, uh, okay thank you she went there is an older sister role so i guess we could see you for that and i was like she went just read the part and i was like okay well at least you know what i'm getting myself on camera like all i wanted to do was leave but i was like right i'll just do it anyway so she gets the camera and i saw her pretend to press record I, like she didn't even pretend well she clearly is a casting director and not an actor yeah she I was about to say, she obviously did she not like, beep, beep, but like, did not press it even try like there was no thing so i did this audition for someone who wasn't <clears> looking at me while she pretended to record it and <laughs> i i think i literally said it in like the most monotone voice and pretty much ran out of this bizarre house with this absolute psycho woman yeah i forgot about can that you give us can you give us a name um, <laughs> And, and that was Nina Gold. Oh, I don't even remember her name actually, but like she had, she had casted for some big films, but this was just—it was weird. It was, it was weird. And uh, needless to say, I did not get the part. Did you not? No, really? <laughs> yeah. I don't. Casting directors are—they're funny. They're funny people. Yeah. Have you had any uh, weird, weird situations with casting directors? All right. Well, no, not a, well. Yeah, I'll tell you. Right. So you guys are t- talking about how horrific your experiences were. Well, I'll tell you my. One. <laughs> I'll tell you my craziest one. Right. I went for a crunchy nut commercial once in Spotlight I, Studios. Yeah. Right, and um, so I'm in the waiting. So I went to Arts oh, with Jack, in... Jack. 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 Say that again. Yeah. You said, I was in the studios. Okay, so I was in Spotlight Studios, and in the waiting room, I see a girl that I went to Arts Ed, but she was in the MT course. So we get talking anyway, and then they say our names. They go, "Hi, Jack," and I'll say, "Um, uh, Kate, please." So we both came in. Oh, great! We're all auditioning together. This is brilliant. So we walked into the audition, and they and we didn't get to see the brief, right? So the guy had to give us the brief in there. So we're in there and he goes, right, so what's happened is, right, you guys are having a one night stand, <laughs> right? And you're, so, and they had a couch <clears throat> and he goes, you're kissing, you're kissing, you're kissing. You throw him on the couch. You 
darling will run off and then you sir will be there and you're just amazed at how lucky you are that this is going to happen to you right until you turn on a switch and you see that she has a load of stuffed dolls <laughs> just like baby borns barbies everything and, and it really freaks you out so you go to leave but you see a box of crunchy nut so then you start <laughs> munching on it and then when you turn around she's dressed in um, later hosen and she does a bit of a, I don't know, a bit of a dance. And then you're kind of into it. Um, so we both looked at each other and he goes, right, so let's start off. You guys are kissing, kissing, kissing and go. And we just looked at each other and I looked right <laughs> in the eye and we just kind of knew that we would do anything for this part. And we just start going at it. We're shifting. We're just, oh, we're just ripping into each other. The tongue, everything. Right, she, she, pushes me onto the couch and knees me in the balls at the same time so I'm like I'm coming down but I'm trying acting like I'm loving everything um so yeah do the whole thing with the crunchy nut and he goes yeah yeah great let's do it again and we did it about four times um I then went into M&M world with like lipstick just all over my face and I just had an audition where I just made out with this girl um, I don't think it was that awkward afterwards we were like yeah yeah well done do you know what Good I actually you. have a kissing audition story again for an advert I actually got the job um, the guy did not um, but I did is it the one where you kiss the casting director <laughs> that's the secret story yeah. <laughs> um, no I never did that by the way FYI no it was an advert for Sprite um, it was like an online advert and uh, so everyone's waiting in the audition. Everyone's paired with people who kind of look like them, which is actually a bit bizarre. So there were two brunette couples. There were two uh, mixed race. There's a mixed race couple. There was a blonde couple. There was an Asian couple. So they'd done people very much in people who look the same, which is kind of weird, kind of like we're siblings. But anyway, we go in, and this guy is tall. So I'm five foot three. I would say he's six four, six five maybe. He is one of the tallest guys I've seen. In real life, like he's t- taller than you guys. Anyway, and they go. Uh, so we did our ident, showing the hands as we discussed before. And they go, okay, guys, if you can have an awkward kiss and action. And literally, this guy was so awkward. Anyway, he's so tall. So even I'm trying to reach up. Anyway, and as we kiss again, and if you can make it even more awkward, even more awkward. Actually, uh, Marcella, if you can open your eyes and look uncomfortable. And I tell you what, the reason I probably got the part was because I did not need to act. That was real life. <laughs> and the irony was, when I actually did the um, advert, there was no kissing in the end. What? I had to, like, turn up at a door, actually, in, like, a, like a sexy little outfit um, with a little, like, um, like, a Mac on. And I'm supposed to be surprising my boyfriend. But it's all, like, innocent, like, teenagers trying to be, like, a bit flirty and surprise their boyfriends. But then the mum's at home. And that was the whole kind of concept. But obviously, initially, they imagined an awkward kiss. Um, so, yeah, I kissed a stranger for absolutely no reason. He literally pretty much ran out of the audition room. He obviously... I was not his cup of tea. <laughs> Can't be everyone's. That's mad. Yeah. Um, sh- I think we're running at about an hour already. So shall we let's do a game? A game, or shall we go straight into next topic quickly? Game, or... game, 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 game. Okay, we got yeah. five minutes. I'm gonna tap on my prosecco, game, ready game, to go. Game. 
We now. love the gay. What's that you're saying? Gay. Okay, <laughs> gay, gay, gay. Gay. We love the gay. It's great. We I... do support everyone. Yeah. Do you know we what it's? Uh, isn't it um? Podcast. Isn't it a Pride Month? It, it is, is Pride Month. Pride Week or something like that. I think. No, it's Pride Week. Month. Yeah. Month. Oh, do they get a month? We have an entire yeah. month. They, got, they get a month now. <laughs> that sounds right. good. I love Pride. I think Pride's so much fun. I yeah, uh, I love how all the companies put like the rainbow flag and on everything. It's basically saying like we support the gay community as long as they buy our shit. <laughs> basically, but like, what a great celebration! A celebration of people just loving other people. Like that is literally the best celebration. And they have the best. Christmas. They have the best flag you could possibly have. A rainbow. Yeah, that is pretty. It's, it's not. Country. It's not a country. No, gay. It would be a really Uruguay. Good... That's called Uruguay. It would be a really. Be... You got to admit. You got to admit. If there was, you are gay. Uruguay. You got to admit though. If there was a country run by the LGBT community, you would a hundred percent go there, wouldn't you? That would be an amazing. Well, thing. maybe you would. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> He's on the board tonight. Do you know what's happening on Jack Zoom right now? He's jumping. So use his face was really close and really far back. And it was kind of like, I don't know, a bit like a horror. He's doing it again. It keeps freezing. <laughs> um, right, game. We got right. distracted. Game. I thought we can't do a... <laughs> we can't do a theatre and performing arts podcast section without going back to the good old classic drama game yeah we used to play at drama school parties we'd always play our drama games yeah of course add alcohol every time 100%. every time and i'm going to play one of we're going to play one of my personal favorites Ooh. um and it is called fuzzy duck have you ever played what? Fuzzy duck? is that what you have to say like fuzzy duck fuzzy duck. yeah so basically the way it works is I, have you never played this game before no. So basically, it, it's fuzzy duck. If you say fuzzy duck wrong or quickly, it sounds like um, fuzzy duck. Uh, fuck it. it. Basically, you, you end up swearing. Fuck Do duck. you know what my favourite one is, guys? Can I just quickly share with the viewers? I'm going to say it in the right way so you can imagine it in the wrong way. Mrs. Puggy Wuggy has a square cut punt. Not a punt cut square, but a square cut punt. It's round at the stern and blunt at the front. Mrs. Puggy Wuggy has a square cut punt. Oh, well done. <laughs> that is one of my favourites. Do you know what? When I'm teaching, right, I teach teenagers. That's the only one which ever comes into my head. And I'm like, that is not appropriate. And no. they're like, teach us more. And I'm like, when you're 18, I will teach you a new one. I've got a great one when you're, you're of age. When you're 18, I will teach you a really fun one. Imagine so anyway. if like, oh my God, I'm 18. And you take them into a corner and you're like, <laughs> you're definitely all going to be practicing that one tonight now aren't you yeah definitely i'm just impressed that you can know it off by heart and you just spat that out it was great i think i had to say it like every day for like two years i think it's like in ingrained in my brain so this game is isn't as uh elaborate as that tongue twister but basically <laughs> the way it works is it only works i'm not 100 sure how well it's going to work on zoom but it only works if it's done really quickly because you catch people out. So we basically go around the, we go around the circle. So say I start, then it'll be Jack, then Marcella, and then me, Jack, Marcella, me, Jack, Marcella. And you go 
fuzzy duck and the other person says fuzzy duck and then the other person says fuzzy duck fuzzy duck fuzzy duck fuzzy duck if you want to change the direction you have to go does he and then the other and then the around the other way you have to say ducky fuzz ducky fuzz oh and you have to do that really really quickly oh, okay. and when you the way fuzz. you lose if you end up swearing or getting tongue twisted because ozzy obviously ducky fuzz can end up sounding like fuck does he ducky fuzz basically you end up swearing a lot in it if you swear or you get it wrong you have to drink i think it might be fun because we've been drinking so it might be more interesting right actually how much is everyone having their glass right now i think for the sake of making this game more fun we should down what's in our glass fair cheers to that Right, happy, launch happy Friday. We don't record this on a Friday, so it's, no, it's uh, midweek for us. But, but for you, happy Friday, bitches. Happy Friday. So does everyone understand the rules? Woo! Oh. I felt like the good old days. Right. I also just built Prosecco on the bed, don't tell Bradley. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually, it's all over the bed and over the side. Um, right, so what do you, so fuzzy duck, and then what do you say to change directions? Does it? And then it's Ducky Fuzz. Ducky Fuzz. Yeah, if you mess up in any way or there's there's too long a pause, you have to drink. Right, Nathan, I'm really sorry, but I just am for seconds. So can we just go through that one more time? Say, Fuzzy Duck, to change directions, you say, does he? Does he, yeah. And you say, Ducky Ducky Fuzz. fuzz. Okay, I know I'm going to, the word I'm probably going to say in this game, (laughs) it's in a minute. But we have, we'll, start, we'll start off slowly, we'll get into it, and then we've got to speed it up, because otherwise it's not fun. Ooh, I'm excited. Okay. So the order, until we, it changes, is me, uh, Jack, Marcella, me, Jack, Marcella. Are we ready? Right. Oh, no. Fuzzy Duck. Who's going to? Oh, me. Fuzzy Duck. 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 Does he? Pause. Drink. I forgot what you Drink. Drink, you duck. Would you have to say again? Ducky fuzz. All I had in my head was fucky. <laughs> yeah, which is why it's got to be quick, because you end up saying those things. Jack, you have to be quicker. All right. So it's ducky fuzz. So I'm starting now. Uh, ducky fuzz. Who is it now? Is it me? Is this? Because it changed directions. Oh no, it's just changed word. No, it changed direction. Oh shit. It's me. Okay, so it's to me, is it? No, it's back to me again. So it's Ducky Fuzz. Ducky Fuzz. Ducky Fuzz. Ducky Fuzz. Ducky Fuzz. Does he? Fuck! It's funny because we're I, not saying it. We're actually just swearing instead. My my brain just went like, oh shit, what do you say? Drink, I was like, like, drink, drink. This is actually a great drinking game because the more you drink, the more you mess up. <clears throat> Go on then, Jack. Ducky fuzz. Ducky fuzz. Ducky fuzz. Ducky fuzz. Ducky fuzz. Does he? Fuzzy duck. Ducky fuzz. <laughs> no. you got to say fuzzy oh. duck. Do I have to say fuzzy duck? Drink. Yeah. Boo. Boo. Jack can start it now. So now it's Jack and me. It's going that way. So hang on. So I, okay. Fuzzy duck. Fuzzy duck. Fuzzy duck. Fuzzy duck. 
Fuzzy duck. Fuzzy duck. Fuzzy duck. Fuzzy duck. Fuzzy duck. Does he? Shit, does no bollocks, damn. <laughs> Shit, fuck bollocks. Drake, Drake, Drake. It's yeah, there's something about like saying it and then being told. You can't no. reverse it. It's like you can't reverse it, that's really easy. Right, go on, Nate. Ducky Fuzz. Ducky Fuzz. Ducky Fuzz. Ducky Fuzz. Ducky. What? Did you say ducky? Ducky. <laughs> Drink. Drink. Uh, this duck. This duck. This game is harder than it looks. Right. Let's let's do right. The next two people to mess up. Um, guys, I think if you're listening to this at home, play this now with your next socially distanced gathering. Go to the park and play yeah. this. Play this with your mum and your dad. It'll be because hey, listen, I've got a great great game for y'all to play. This is this is fun. I'm gonna genuinely play this all the time now, Nathan. This is a great drinking game. It's a great um, game. And okay, it works so with so many people as well. It's good. So we've got two more times for it to mess up. So the next two people to mess up. And the other person's the winner. Okay. Nice. Are we ready? So game faces. Right. Okay. Fuzzy duck. Fuzzy duck. Fuzzy duck. <laughs> Fuzzy duck. 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 Does he? Ducky fuzz. 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 Does he? Fuzzy duck. 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 Does he? Ducky fuzz. Ducky fuzz. Ducky fuzz. Ducky fuzz. Ducky fuzz. Does he fuzz? Oh, shit. <laughs> Does he fuzz? Ah, you lose. Uh, Nathan, have you finished with your Prosecco? Yes. This is why you must come to the episode with a full bottle. I've still got a good amount left, but alas, you're not here. Yeah, no, mine was an old bottle. <laughs> oh, fair. Um, right, well, because of that, you, Jack, you and me are both the champions. Cheers. What? That. We are the champions, my friend. And because of that, oh. we can have a drink for being champions. A well-deserved <laughs> drink. Cheers. Chin-chin. A chin-chin, darling. Good game, though, isn't it? It's really good. Um, that was really fun. Um, so, yeah, guys, if you enjoyed this week's episode, um, Listen again. Listen to all our other episodes. Come and follow us over on our Instagram at Prosecco Friday Podcast. Um, we didn't have anything interactive this week, uh, but please do give us a follow because we have lots of interactive stuff so you can get involved in our episodes. Also, we want to hear your ideas for future episodes because we will eventually run out of ideas with our three tiny little pea brains for Prosecco. Yeah. And you know what? Do you know what I want? What do you want? Right. What do you really, really want? I want you, listener, to go to the link inside the episode and send us a voice message. So this is on we Anchor, want to hear isn't it? Voice. Is this on Anchor? It is. Anchor is the app that we use to make the podcast. It's free. And sometimes on our podcast, we actually have slightly different things on Anchor. We have like bonus things, like some music sometimes. It's fun. Yeah, but not even just that. I want you to send us a voice message and we'll play it back. If it's good enough, but yeah, <laughs> if get it's in, crap, get in, we're not playing it. If it's crap, I'm sorry. If it's if you are screaming at us, I think we should get it on anyway. 
I think it'd be hilarious. Um, no, but please get in touch. We'd love to hear from we you. We want to hear your voices. You hear our voices all the time ringing in your ears. Um, yeah, so we want to hear your voices. Yeah, apologies. But yeah, I think that is, that's it for this week's episode. Woo! It was great. We enjoyed it. And until then, we'll see you in a Prosecco. Oh yes, got it in again. I mean, it's just, it's just a bit, bit shit, isn't it? It's cringe. It is embarrassing. You are embarrassing. Just you wait. One day, I won't cancel, and you'll be really upset. Cancel Nathan. Mm. Cancel him. I run out. (laughs) All right. Bye.